Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Today, we're going to continue the discussion of mindsets, how important these mindsets are to succeeding in school, work, and life. This information you can get in my new book, Think, Learn, Succeed. And today, we're going to talk about healthy stress mindsets, expectancy mindsets, willpower mindsets, and the spiritual mindset. And that will complete the discussion of the 15 mindsets that successful people have enabling them to succeed and that you can have. Let's start with a healthy stress mindset. Do you see the glass half full or half empty? You know that saying that so many people we hear so often. Like everything in life, the way that we view a stressful situation can affect the way that we deal with that situation. But we need to realize that stress is actually quite an interesting thing because stress is actually good for you. Stress is not bad for you. Stress is good for you, but you can make it bad for you simply by how you perceive it. If you perceive the glass as half empty, you actually make stress work against you. Whereas if you perceive the glass as half full, stress will work for you. And what I mean by that is that stress is our brain and our body's ability to release neurotransmitters and various different hormones that enable us to focus more so that we have better cognitive clarity, that we think with more depth, that we have more cognitive flexibility, that we much more can dive into the depths of our wisdom, all these great things. Help us to focus, pay attention, stay on target, persevere, all these good things. That's what stress actually does for you. There's a whole lot of different neurophysiological responses and genetic things happening inside of you when you use stress in a positive way. However, when you use stress in a negative way, this completely changes. And your body will work against you instead of for you. So for example, when you have faced a difficult situation with a perception of the glass half full mindset, or positive stress attitude, the, bo- the blood vessels around your heart will actually dilate. You'll have increased blood flow into your brain and oxygen in your brain, which is very good because this, in- this increases your cognitive fluency and your clarity of thought. So that is your ability to not only face a challenge exists, but it's also your strength to overcome it is also going to be much, much stronger. This increased blood flow also balances the different two different parts of the nervous system called the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. And this allows a number of neurophysiological and genetic processes to work for you, fueling your intellectual growth. You'll also get a special genetic switch being turned on inside a part of your brain called the hippocampus, which is very involved in converting short to long-term memory. And when that switch is on, it strengthens your body, gives you extra resilience and helps you to cope in a difficult situation. There are so many things that are actually happening, and I've just mentioned a few. But if the glass is half empty, if you you have the opposite mindset, if you have a toxic stress mindset, and you see stress as bad for you, stress will then work against you, and all these different neurophysiological responses will work against you. So for example, instead of the blood vessels around your heart dilating, they'll constrict. You'll have less blood flowing to your brain and less oxygen flowing to your brain, which is not good for cognitive flexibility, intellectual fluency, solving problems, and so on. It was an interesting 
a study that used two different videos and one depicted stress as a very as very debilitating to performance. So there was one video saying that if you go into stress, it's going to really affect your performance and it's very negative. And then the one showed the ways in which stress, the truth about stress, that when you see stress as good for you, it enhances the human brain and the body and intellectual, cognitive, emotional, etc. functioning. The participants who viewed the video, the, the video that, that saw stress as being good for you, they scored very high on the stress mindset, mind scale, the mindset scale. They saw stress as something that enhanced rather than diminishing their performance and their health and their happiness and their performance improved. The intellectual performance, on the other hand, of those and the happiness of those who watched the video saying that stress is debilitating, they suffered. They had the opposite effect. You see, worrying about stress will actually put your body into toxic stress. Your perception of the stressful event will determine how you actually manage that situation and whether your body works for you or against you. You can get more information on this in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. Let's talk now about the expectancy mindset. Expectations are part and parcel of everyday life. I mean, just think of the heightened awareness when it's maybe one of those special holidays and, you, and you're driving to the airport to collect a loved one and or it's your birthday and you're anticipating something special. Imagine the intense satisfaction of if, when the expectation is met. You know, when you get that, see that person at the airport and you give them that hug and you get your birthday party, whatever it is. And the intense disappointment if things don't quite work out as you hoped. Now, due to the whole mind-body connection, expectancy actually produces a real neurophysiological outcome in your body. So when you're expecting something before it's actually happened, your body's already preparing. So if you're expecting the positive, your body's preparing in a very positive way. If you're expecting the negative, your body's preparing, your body's actually getting damaged and so is your brain. Research shows that expecting your physical, expecting your physical work, for example, to bring about health benefits like, like weight loss or um, will bring about the benefits. So they did a research study where they told a group of housekeepers in a hotel that when they were doing the housework, that it was it was actually going to help them lose weight and get healthier. And one group, the other group, they told that doesn't do anything to their for their weight and health. And the ones that were expecting the housework to improve their weight and their health, it did. It had significant difference. It made a significant improvement. So the expectation prepared the brain and the body for a positive outcome. So when you think of an exam, when you expect the effort that you put into preparing for that exam or that test or that presentation to your boss or the work that you're doing, if you're expecting it to pay off, your body responds and you set up the opportunity for it to actually pay off. It increases the likelihood that what you hope will come about will actually come about. Just the thought, the research shows that just the mere thought that a treatment has been successful, some kind of a medical treatment, causes a beneficial physical response because of the expectation that that treatment will work. So maybe you've gone through some kind of surgery or you're on some kind of medication. By expecting it to work, you've already prepped your body to be able to heal quicker and to get more benefits out of that. So that's very important if you're going into surgery or going into some kind of medical situation that you're facing, that you expect the outcome to be positive, which helps your body to get healed quicker. So an individual's thoughts and feelings can cause short-term physical changes in the brain or body because of this whole mind-body connection. We often refer to, you may have heard of things called placebo, the placebo effect. And the placebo is when someone is given something that's not an active drug, for example, an active medication, sometimes just a sugar pill, but but because they don't know what it is, but they're expecting it to help improve, it does create the changes in the body that lead to improvement. 
So a, a placebo can actually modulate the same biochemical pathways as those of the actual drugs, which is very interesting. A placebo is not just a drug. A placebo can be words, ritual symbols, as I said earlier on, expectation of in surgery to go well, um, an exam to go well, work you're putting in at um, effort you're putting in at work and so on. All these are elements that are active in shaping the brain by creating expectations. So the, the placebo effect is, is an expectancy effect that has to do with the psychosocial context that characterizes the relationship between a substance and, the, and a person in daily life. Then you get the nocebo effect, which does the opposite. So it's when you expect the bad, the bad things will happen. So in other words, expectation, the expectation changes the structure of our brain. So if you want to be successful in schoolwork and life, you need to really remember that what you are expecting is changing your brain and your body and preparing you for the likelihood of success and to help you to actually achieve that. So in essence, when we learn to expect good things, good things do start to happen. Let's now talk about the willpower mindset because it's very closely related to the expectation mindset. The willpower mindset is the mindset that allows us to persevere even if we don't feel like persevering and we've all been in those situations. If we harness our natural ability to persevere, and I want to stress that, we are naturally built to persevere. Neuroscience research shows that humans are designed to persevere. So when we don't persevere, it's actually through a wrong choice. We've chosen not to persevere. This is very important to understand. You're designed to persevere. So when you don't persevere, you're going against your natural design. And willpower is, is the thing that carries you through that perseverance. And when you have expectancy operating, it activates that natural perseverance mode or design of your brain and your body. So willpower takes the expectancy mindset to the whole next level. So the willpower mindset takes the expectancy mindset to a next level. They work hand in hand. We use our willpower to change our thoughts about a physical or mental act. So, for example, maybe you want to keep that weight off, you want to finish that job, you want to get those, those, you finish a certain goal that you set yourself at work, you want to achieve a certain, whatever it may be. The expectancy mindset that it's going to happen, that it's going to work, and the willpower mindset together with that will carry you through and help you to persevere. Remember, expectancy, willpower, perseverance, these are natural parts of your functioning. They're part of your design. And let's now finally talk about the spiritual mindset. The spiritual mindset gives us, gives our lives purpose and shapes our thoughts and our words and our actions. It kind of, just to get all philosophical for a moment, it colors our dreams, it enables us to face whatever life throws our way. It gives us a realization that there's more than just the physical. It gives us this depth to life that we, that we all instinctively know to be true. It can be a source of comfort during hard times, peace when things don't go as planned, and motivation when we're facing a challenge. In fact, spirituality, can, as research has shown, can help us live long and successful lives. There's research done on what they call the blue zones, which are regions of the world with the highest concentrations of centenarians, which are people that live to 100 and beyond. And one of the main things, uh, they, they identified a few different factors, and one of the main factors in spiritual, in, in, the, in, the blue zone, in the blue zones leading to these people living such long lives was spirituality. It was a very strong component associated with longevity and leading happy lives. So spirituality is, leads us to foster that sense of community, helping people, support mindset, all the mindsets that I have been talking about in, in this series of podcasts that I talk about, the 15 mindsets of success that I talk about in, think, in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, kind of all 
are buffeted by the spiritual mindset. That that spirituality gives a depth and kind of pulls them all together and brings out our true humanity and shows us that where there's, this kind of gives us purpose and where there's purpose, there's a lot of hope. Spirituality is not a delusion, it really does exist and we can see this from scientific studies as well. So I want to encourage you to really get your hands on this book, Think, Learn, Succeed. I've given a brief overview in these last these last few podcasts on all these 15 mindsets that have been identified to help us to succeed. Once again, a mindset is powerful. It is information and emotions that are tied together in a thought and are like a pair of sunglasses that you put on and you view the situation that you're in through that. And all these 15 together, as you develop these in your life, which are totally natural to you, they're part of your wide full of design, they are going to help you to achieve the success that you instinctively know and deserve to achieve in your life, in all aspects of your life, whether it's school, work, life, academic, etc. Thank you for joining me. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.